Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Restored. You know, as I was maneuvering throughout my day today, when I first got up this morning, I kept hearing the word restore, restore, restore. And so I was like, okay, am I supposed to write the inspiration on that today? You know, what is what is this restoring is all about? And God kept reminding me, um, or I kept seeing glimpse of moments in my life where I've lost things in my journey uh, or along the way and how even in what I lost, he gave it back to me in a greater form. And so I was like, you know, hmm, I said, God, I said, I, I thank you for um, for restoring everything that I have lost in my life. I, I thank you for giving those things back to me. I thank you for allowing me to have a different appreciation for what left and what you are actually bringing. And so I wanted to encourage you on today um, and just kind of talk to you about some places that you may find yourself in. Uh, you may have been in a place where you have lost a spouse or you have lost um, friendships or you've lost um, homes or cars or all of these different things, whatever your loss is, I am not trying to downplay your loss or say that your loss is not important or say that your loss isn't um, of importance, you know, to you and that it didn't hit you very hard in, in it being removed. But I wanted to just come on and just encourage you and let you know that whenever things are removed out of our lives, we have to seek God on how those things should be uh, restored. And what I mean by that is that it's just put you just think about you have this uh, this 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 long piece of wood. OK. And and then somehow another uh, a section of that wood was was cut out. OK. So you've got to make sure that whatever you fill that hole up with, that it sustains the quality of the wood that was actually cut. And so that's where God comes into play. When whenever things and people leave our lives, there's a space that is um, empty in a sense. OK, um, you feel the loss, you feel the weight of the loss and you, you feel it. And God has a way of restoring that place. Now, where we can sometimes um, get lost in is restoring that place with a thing that is not ordained or ordered by God. And what I mean by that is, is that just think about relationships in general. I can kind of, kind of speak on that, on that um, playing field. Whenever you're in a dating relationship and somehow or another, the relationship no longer serves the purpose, no longer works, or you guys both decided to go your separate ways. The key and the goal is to not replace that relationship with somebody else until God has fully healed you from the person that left. So what you have is you find people who are connecting with people who look like or similar to or kind of uh, familiar to what left, but it would never sustain the same place or the same um, um, spot that or it would never fulfill the spot or the thing that left. It's only a temporarily temporary situation or a temporary setup 
that can look to be promising or that can look to have longevity to it. But all you actually did was replace it with something familiar to it. And I really feel like God has us in a space and he has us in a line or in a, a season of our lives that we understand that whenever things leave, that it's not the end of the world. That if he ordained and he ordered the, the thing to leave, then there has to be something that he's going to fulfill it with. It's the in the process of waiting that we can sometimes lose hope. It's the waiting that we can lose faith. It's in the waiting that we can question everything that we have done so far up until this point. And it will cause you to question if God is even listening to you. Do he hear my cry? Do he hear my concern? Do God really understand what this is actually doing to me? And we serve a God who is so familiar to where we are. He knows everything there is to know about who we are. He knows everything there is to know about you. He know where you hurt. He know where you cry. He know if you're authentic in your I love you's. He know your heart. He know your posture. He know if you're manipulating the situation or if you're truth. He knows all of these different things. This is why I, I constantly say on the podcast and I constantly say in my um, in my inspirational emails that you have got to we have got to be honest with God about where we are. And regardless of what that looks like, he knows the truth anyway. So just go ahead on and be honest with him about where you are so that he can go in and fix and mend those places that are broken. And so when I did the inspiration on today, I, I kind of, um, you know, really thought about the life of Job and I thought about who he was as a person. And I thought about the things that he's lost along the way, along his journey. And a lot of times, you know, you think about when you hear the story of Job, you think about the materialistic things of what he lost, but he also lost people. He also lost family. So he was not exempt from the whole uh, concept of losing every single thing. What do you do when everything that you uh, that you were connected to or what you what you believe to have been in your reach or um, you've been given an assignment to cover and protect and somehow or another you are hit with the famine or you're hit with a situation that is outside of your control that you have no authority over but yet you are still supposed to trust a God that you cannot see. You're still supposed to be loving. You're still supposed to be kind. And I believe that's what happened with us on last year. That's what the um, this whole uh, coronavirus did to a lot of us. Um, it allowed us to see God for who he was or who he is in our lives. It, it, it put us in a place and in a space where we had no other choice but to trust everything that he said, even if it didn't make sense, even if we didn't understand it. We were out here fighting something that we could not see. And one thing that God reminded me is that I don't need the people of God. I don't need the, those who are believers, those who belong to me to forget what I, what, what I allowed to happen on last year. I'll allow the thing so that I can bring you closer to me. So it wasn't so much as he wanted us to be isolated because he had nothing else to do, but he He's given us an opportunity. He gave us an opportunity 
to mend our brokenness with him. He gave us an opportunity to be able to consult him. He gave us an opportunity to have space and time with him because believe it or not, there are so many times that we, we can get so busy with our day that we forget to tell God, thank you. We get so busy with our day that we forget to consult God. We get so busy with our day that we forget the day-to-day operations of who he is when he should be the forefront of our lives, when he should be the forefront of our day. And so sometimes he would allow a situation to take place just in order to gain our attention, just in order to to put us back into our perspective places. And so one thing that I did not want, and if I could be honest with you, I hated the fact that we were isolated and we had all these different things and we couldn't, you know, we had to be extra careful and all of that. I get that and I understand that, but I also understood in that moment that the world stood still and the world, it didn't matter how much money you had. It didn't matter your status. It didn't matter the the amount of money you had in your account. It didn't matter your title because we were all subject to the same rule. We were all subject to the same um, isolation. We were all subject to the same amount of loss, you know, people, who who have those high positions they've lost things along the way too and so I told God even in the midst of the world lifting and things are going back to somewhat of a normalcy I said God I don't want anything about my life to be normal why because in my normal in my normal time I didn't do everything to the best of my abilities if I could just be honest with you and so I don't ever want to go back to a place that I didn't grow I don't ever want to go back to a place where I did not you know, consult God. I don't want to go back to a place where I'm the same old person and I don't give God the, 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 the room to grow in me or to increase in me the way that I, I desired. And so whenever I did the inspiration today, I talked about being restored. And so as I kept hearing um, the word restore this morning, I just kept hearing it, hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. And the enemy wants us to be blinded by what we've lost along the way. If his whole his whole goal is is for us to lose focus and lose sight of what um, God can do in the midst of a loss. And see, God reminded me, he reminded me um, this morning um, that regardless to what I have lost and regardless to what you have lost, he has the ability to restore those things back to us. He has the ability to restore and give us back those things that we lost. He's not giving us the exact of what we've lost. Hear me again. He's not giving us the exact same thing, but what he is doing is he's giving us something greater than what we had. If you can accept the fact that what I lost, I didn't, evidently I didn't need it. What I lost, it had another place somewhere else. What I lost, that means that God got to be doing something. He, he, he has to have something greater for me. This is the type of God that we serve. He doesn't just have to do anything when it concerns our lives. So if something is removed from our lives, you've got to take it. I, I know I'm, listen, I understand you like, man, but I, that bother me or I'm hurt by that or I really wanted that in my life but it's no longer there so you've got to have the mindset and you've got to take some time to say but there's got to be something greater I know that there's something great I know that there's something better on the other side of this I just can't see it but obviously God has and sees better his vision is better than mine He can see what I cannot see. So I've got to trust him even when I can't trace him. 
I've got to trust him even when it doesn't make sense. I've got to trust him even when I don't have all of the answers. Because he is at the end of the day, he's the answer. So you got to take take in inventory and understand that what you have lost, God has given you something greater. It's, it's a process. See, to restore means to return to a former condition. To restore means to return to a place or a situation. And like I kept telling you earlier today when I thought about Job, Job lost everything. And I was wondering, you know, to myself, if Job really realized the greater that was coming after the dust settled. Like, I wondered if he if he really took time to focus on. What's on the other side of this? Now, I, I know that that he had to have thought about what he lost along the way. <laughs> that's a that's a given. But I wonder, was his focus on what he, he'll gain in the end? I think his focus was on the moment he was currently in. I don't think that he's dealing with an illness that he can't explain. He's dealing with all of these different things that are attacking him, you know, attacking his body and att have attacked his family and all of these different attacks that are coming but I think his focus was not on, oh, there's something good coming out of this. I think his focus was, let me live for today. Let me focus on what God is going to do in my today. And, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not discounting the fact that he may have given a lot of thought to what he lost. But, but I can just only imagine he focused on the day-to-day -day operations. To survive in a season he'd never seen coming. And that's what you have to do. I know it's easy. You may be saying to me, I want to, it's easy for you to say that on the podcast. It's easy for you to say that. But I'm telling you, I've been there. And I, I, I have hurt. I have cried in the midst of hurt. I have thought, oh, Lord, how can I ever get out of this or over this? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Woe is me. What is the world going to think about this? But now when I sit in who I am today before you, just so you can hear what I'm saying, I promise you, I did not see this space. I did not see this place. I did not see this season where my heart would be healed. I did not see this season where I would be, you know, um, coming into the fullness of what God revealed and what God showed me. But in that season of my life of me being lost and me losing things, I felt empty. I felt low. I felt like how in the world am I going to ever get out of this? But somehow or another, God's grace and his mercy sustained me. His grace and his mercy took me to a place in him that I never thought that I would be. And I'm so grateful now in my life. I can look at those places and thank God for what left. I can look at those places and thank God for who left. I can look at those places and realize and say, God, I did everything that I could to, to be what needed to, what I needed to be in that particular season of my life. So now God, in this area, in this season of my life, I want to make sure that I'm fully devoted to who you are and what you have called me to be. So I know you've lost things along the way. 
But what if I told you that you'll obtain greater when the dust settles? What if I told you that this this here place that you are in is seasonal? What if I told you that that sting of hurt is only temporarily? What if I told you that that cancer, God allowed that cancer to take place just so that he can get you back into to back to your knees, back to your, your, your face in his lap? What if I told you that he allowed a season of your life to be so, so awkward for you, but it, but it was a place that he used to get you. It was a place that he used to gain us back to him. What if I told you second Corinthians, the fourth chapter and verse 17, which says for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Where you are right now, the affliction is light. And it may seem like it's heavy, but in the eyes of God, it's a light thing. It's a leading path to something greater. And I, and I, I wanted to take this opportunity to just encourage you. I did. I wanted to take this opportunity to encourage you and let you know that you can't give up. You can't give up. Regardless of what it looks like, you can't give up under the pressure. Don't give this this place to the enemy. Don't allow where you are now to cause you to forget what God said. Restoration is right around the corner for us. But it's up to us to actually walk in the fullness of that. You know, I was having a conversation with someone and um, it was just talking and, you know, just just having a I mean, just bawling out about um, some things that concerned them. And um, I was listening to them. I hear, heard them out and, you know, just really hearing their heart. And so they came back to me later on. And it was like, you know, I feel some type of way. And I was like, you know, well, what's going on? What what problem? What it? And it was telling me that it just seemed as if what I what I shared, you know, what what I shared with you, that you wasn't as enthused about it or you didn't have any type of ump about it. And I was like, you know, um, I process stuff differently when people are talking to me. I do have to process what is being said because I don't want to go off the very first thing that I that I heard sometimes because sometimes um what I hear is not basically the totality of what they're trying to say to me. So I want to make sure that I'm getting the full information, you know, the fullness of the information or the conversation. And so I was just listening and I said, okay. Um, so I was explaining to her how I achieve information. She was like, oh, okay. She said, that makes sense because you were right. And I was, I was writing things down. And, and so from her standpoint, it looked as if I wasn't, you know, um, paying her any attention or, you know, whatever. And so I'm saying all that to say that, um, I asked her, I said, so what happened to you growing up that causes you to question, um, how people receive from you? And so she went in to talk about her childhood and what she went through and how certain people wasn't in her life and stuff like that. And I said, oh, okay. So sometimes we bring the ourself that was actually in that particular season we bring that person to the room and so when I was talking with her I said you know um uh 
I, I repeated back to her what we what we talked about and she was like oh she said well you you were listening and so I said when are you going to let go of the people who didn't hear you and she was like you know what I didn't think about that I said we, we sometimes we don't realize we do this but we carry stuff from our past into current uh, or new relationships and we expect the people who we are talking to to understand where we are and that's not going to always be the case because it's a new person it's a new setup it's a new situation everybody wouldn't didn't grow up with you so I don't know who wasn't in your life to hear you but I'm here to listen to you now but the way that I hear you and the way that I retrieve it and I receive it that's my way but you can't get mad at the way that I the way that I retain information and so we talked about that but I'm saying all of this to say this is why it's so important that when things and people leave your life that that God restores you in a, such a way that you're not left empty and then not only that but you're not left having to feel like you need to fill the void of what has left there's an empty space there for a reason and sometimes we don't understand what that reasoning is but we have to seek God to ask God God why why is this a why is this a hole? Why is there's an empty space? Why is this place empty? And then a lot of times we feel stuff, we feel this this empty space up too soon with stuff that doesn't edify who God is. It doesn't give God glory. It satisfies our moment. It satisfies us for a moment. And 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 we understand that that having something to satisfy a moment when God can feel it for a lifetime. Which one would you choose? And I don't know about you, but I'm in this place and I'm in this season of my life where I don't want anything old if it's if it if it's it's been detrimental to my life. Now don't get me wrong, there are some things that God would allow us to go back and see, okay, you need to go back and fix this, you need to go back and handle that, or you need to go back and correct that. I get that. Because I don't want to go into a new space with an old mentality. But I do also understand that I, the, because of the old, I'm where I currently am. So you can use that for wisdom purposes. You can use that for mentoring, men, uh, mentoring uh, purposes. You can use that for ministry purpose. So a lot of stuff that I have gone through, people look at my life or people look at me. I, I get this, this thing that I'm a Miss Goody Two Shoes. I don't know where that came from because, honey, I came from a small town called Bassville, Mississippi. And, baby, I worked to help my mom do what it is that needed to be done. But the way that I walk in a room and the way that you walk in a room, you may command the attention of people who, who have always had things their way. So you may look a certain way, but until people get to know your heart, let people assume whatever it is that they want to assume. I'm talking about God restoring you back to your rightful place in him. I'm talking about God restoring you back to the place that you're supposed to be before you gave everything out to the people who rejected you, who neglected you, who did not uh, see your worth or see your value. I'm talking about God is in a place of restoration in your life. Some of you who are listening to me who have who have been diagnosed with so many different things and, and granted, we want to hear what, what, what the diagnosis are so that we can give those things back to God. And what happens is this is a part of restoration. What happens is God takes whatever the enemy has allowed to, or, or has placed on our lives and God replaces that with healing, healing. God replaces that with wholeness. So where you may be uh, in, in a process of having some type of heart disease, God can replace that with 
a new heart. God can replace it with a clean heart. God can replace it with a renewed spirit. That's the type of God that we serve. He'll switch that thing for you. He'll switch it out just so that you can be able to obtain the things that he promised you. You may have been diagnosed with cancer and what did he do? He switched that thing out with his healing because he died on the cross for that. He had already, he had already knew that Jesus would die on the cross for your sins. He already knew that Jesus would, 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 would die on the cross for your situation. So he, he lost too, but he also lost in, and he gained. We're talking about a God who allowed his only begotten son to die on a cross for us, for the sins of a people who would acknowledge him and those who would care less about what his name mean. But yet he still allowed the death to take place. That's the type of God that we serve. He's a restorer. He'll restore us back to our rightful place. We just got to trust him in it. We have to trust him regardless to what the world pictures or what the world gives us or what the world shows us. You hear what the world is saying. You hear, you go to your doctor's appointment and you hear what the doctors is saying. Get everything that they say so that you can replace it with God's word. Because he honors his word. You said in your word that I'm healed, that by your stripes. So we're going to replace that. But you got to believe it. You, ha you have to know that you he's a restorer of our faith. <laughs> he gave me that for a reason and, and I went with it. I did. I went with it and I'm excited and I'm grateful to know that regardless to where I am in life, that God can restore me back to my rightful place. It's, it's just a matter of getting back in place. And let me explain something to you about being restored. You don't have to explain people what, what the change is, what happened, why you smiling a little bit more or what you had to do to become the woman or the man that you are. But let me explain something to you. Your life will be so much more peaceful when you allow God to restore the place that 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 is empty. When you allow God to restore the places that are broken, when you allow God to restore. What you've lost. And if he can do it for Job. He will definitely do it for you. See, whenever he told, whenever he told um, the devil, he told him, have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered him? And you may be wondering to yourself, why would God do that? Why would God even play like that with the enemy? Why would God even ask, would even ask him, have you considered my servant job? Why would he even ask him? Because God knew his heart. God knew that Job, in spite of everything that he will lose, that he will still serve God. He knew without a shadow of a doubt what was in him. 
So he did not mind Job going through that. Because regardless to what Job went through, God never left him. Huh. Y'all, listen to me. God never left Job. And it's hurtful and as painful as the process was for Job. Job never, he never changed his mind about God and who God was in his life. He went through it. He, 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 he went through it and he went through it with God. Do you not know that the stuff that we have gone through, we have, God has always been present. He has been available. He has been there. He has been consistent at being himself. He's restoring you back to your rightful place. And I just wanted to come on here today to encourage you to just let you know that where you are now is not your final destination. It's a process. It's a season. It's a placeholder so that God can get you to the place that he promised. That's that's what it's about. When Jesus got ready, when Jesus came to the world, he knew his ultimate goal was the cross. But nobody Nobody would have ever thought that he would endure all that he had gone through. But he he had to go through it. The lashes, I promise you, every time I think about it, it bothers me. But he had me in mind. He says, I have to take this for her. I have to take this for him. Even in the midst of giving us a choice to choose him or not. That's why every day I choose him. Do I have a lot of money in my bank account? No, I don't. Am I driving the type of vehicle or the car of my dreams? No, I'm not. Am I living in the house that I want to live in that I envisioned for myself? No, I'm not. But I have God. And he's worth more than anything that I can put in my car, put on my car, put myself in. Or spend my money on. He has been consistent. He has been there. He has been faithful to me. He's been faithful even when we have not been faithful. Because I haven't always gotten it right. But he has been faithful. He is, a, he is a restorer of hope. Of faith. Of wisdom. Of love. Of kindness. He can restore those things back to us. We just have to trust him in the process of it. And we've got to allow him to do what it is that he do. And you can't put no time limit on it. You can't put no. I can't I can't pinpoint when I actually was totally healed from a situation. I can't. I, can't, I just remember it no longer affected me the way that it once did. And then I knew I was definitely healed when I could actually talk about it without feeling something from it. So now when I'm talking about something that God delivered me from or healed me from, I have a, a rejoicing in my heart 
and in my tone because I'm excited because there was a time when just the mention of anybody's name that hurt me, it would take me back to that place immediately. So now when that is mentioned or that comes up and, and it has an opportunity for me to help somebody else get healed and restored, then by all means, I'm there to talk about it. And I have peace about it because I know what God brought me out of. He's a restore is what I'm trying to tell you. You've lost things along the way. And I listen to me. I'm so sorry. But then again, I'm not sorry because some of those things that you lost cannot compare to what God has for you. He has greater for you. He's a restore of peace. He's a restore of love. Anything that you lack, anything that you've lost, God has it. He is the replacement of what it is that you thought you needed. He supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He's a restorer. I thank him for everything that I've lost along the way. It just wasn't meant for me to have it. And that's okay, because I know that he has something greater. And just like he has something greater for me, I need you to believe and I need you to know that you have something greater too.